I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Celestian and their brand new Ruby Alnico guitar speaker. Purpose built to create rich, beautiful vintage tones to Ruby oozes a richly musical warmth with mellow highs and a smooth, sophisticated mid-range that always seems to sound just right. The classic Alnico speaker shape and lush, deep red colour ensures Ruby really looks the part in your cab and guarantees that no one could possibly mistake this remarkable new guitar speaker's family history. Check out Celestian's new Ruby at retailers including Lean Business in the UK, Tube Amp Doctor in Germany, Algam in France, Eco Music in Italy, Ebeloud in Spain, plus Gear for Music, Toman and The Backshop. And in the USA, you can buy through retailers like Sweetwater, Musician's Friends, AMS, Pass Express, Loudspeakers Plus, and of course Amazon. And for more details, check out Celestian.com. This week's episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast is sponsored by Singular Sound, the music gear company from Miami, Florida, known for the Beat Buddy, the only drum machine that sounds human and is easy to use. It's the first drum machine in the form of a guitar pedal, so you can control the beat with your foot whilst you play. This year, they came out with a new six-track stereo looper pedal with touch-enabled screen, hands-free mixing, and simultaneous parallel and sequential looping called the Eros Loop Studio. They also came out with a Cably, a portable cable management system that organizes your cables so they'll never get tangled again. This Black Friday, visit SingularSound.com to order new gear. Almost all products will be 10% off and any order automatically enters you into a chance to win a $200 Singular Sound gift card. On top of that, Guitar Nerds listeners get a $10 discount on everything on the Singular Sound website by using discount code GUITARNERD or follow links in the description of this podcast. Hello and welcome to Guitar Nerds, the world's number one guitar podcast. I'm your special guest host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by Matt Knight. Pogs or Tazos? And Jay Cross. Pepsi or Coke? No, his was way better. Yeah, I mean, I got put on, I got put on the spot. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, fine. Um, yeah, Joe's out uh, this week, so I'm um, stepped in. But we do, we are graced by the actual physical, real-life presence real. of Matt Knight. I'm here. We just saw our dinner together. It was Unbelievable. Really nice. I can see why now that... 
sometimes it takes a while for you to answer because there's a TV on in the background with football and I keep getting distracted. I don't even like football. Yeah, I know. It's just that's, there, that's why I, I tend to sit like facing away from the from the telly yeah, so that I, I don't just keep looking at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's why I mean, sometimes football is the absolute best. It's why sometimes I mean, I, you know, I'm football's alright, whatever. But like, it's why sometimes I just don't talk on the podcast for half an hour. It's just like, oh, it's like an actual. I mean, at the moment we're watching Preston North End versus West Bromwich Albion. Yeah, what, what, do you, what do you describe these as from uh, their, their names? Pine versus Wooba. Pine versus Weber. Weber, that was it. Okay, fine. <laughs> Steve Weber. Um, Steve Weber. And uh, yeah, when there's an actual good game on, you know, that's sometimes why I don't talk. But um, so a uh, bit of a weird podcast this week because basically there is, well, firstly, we've got Matt here, which is amazing. Always. Nice to have you back. Uh, I you thought know. Joe was going to be here. Now he's not. So now I don't care about Joe anymore. Right, good, good. <laughs> I think it's literally going to be the only time that all four of us get together for a year like each year for the podcasters gear of the year yeah. now aren't we all in the same room next week aren't you coming down again I'm coming down on Saturday yeah but that's the gear of the year no, no that's the week after gear of the year. no we're recording 14th we're recording yeah but this Saturday we're doing the last podcast of the year but that's Skype yeah 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 oh so Skype. you're not here no oh I thought you were coming down no, there we cool. go. Well, well, thanks for uh, bearing with us while we just yeah, yeah, you know, we just arranged a calendar. I mean, you know, that's you? actually just what a podcast well, is. We did yeah, actually yeah. all get together a couple of months ago, didn't we? Did Around we? Joe's house. Did we do a podcast? <clears throat> no, no, we oh, just yeah, hang we out. did. Yeah, yeah, we went to Joe's and ate pizza. Yeah, that was nice. Just that was nice. But yeah, it's good to have you here, mate. It's nice to well, you know, you know, talk to you about latency. It's a good job that we've um, got loads of stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's the other thing is that without Joe being here to sort of come up with the podcast, a bunch of guitars that no, only exist in too like, many top topics right? two counties in romania or something yeah, yeah. it's like it, you look at the thing and it's like yeah okay here's the topics you know the bit that we talk about before we get to the news and it's like jay's done a gig obviously relevant mark's bought a new sg or whatever relevant matt's got a new pedal to talk about fantastic and then just floating underneath someone would be like van doren saxophone reads let's talk about it <laughs> yeah like yeah he's um he's played a gig no one cares Actually, I I care. I like Joe's band. Uh, I listened to um, Polymath on Spotify when that new record came out. Did you listen to Polymath or Poly-Math? (laughs) Poly-Math. Two very different things that I I discovered once. uh, After listening to Poly-Math, I wish that I had accidentally listened to Polymath. No, no, no. The record's record's good. I just... It's just not for me, you know. But I like that he's, you know, he's out there, he's doing his thing, and eventually he'll grow up and start playing in a punk band. Yeah, yeah, he'll uh, he'll learn that fourteen. He's minute sort of like songs. Benjamin Button. He sort of he, he played in punk bands. Now he plays in a proper. It's gone than backwards. It's gone backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, the other thing about this week is there is literally no news. I had a look on. Um, it's the. It, I mean, I know we say it quite often when there's no news. This is the worst time of year. Well, I mean, I guess for like. <laughs> We are three weeks away from you know. There's, well, it's like it, Black Friday as well, and who's going to do been... like news? Um, obviously, there's been like limited editions, uh, you know, across various websites and stuff, and like you know, crazy deals on limited editions on Black Friday. But who's going to launch like a new pedal while every shop is shouting about like Black, I mean, Black I assume, Friday? I assume that Electro Harmonics have released a new compressor. Or oh, something, the, yeah, there's but, been eight new know, pedals just, this week. Yeah, but yeah, yeah exactly. Just, but I've uh, just filtered that out of the internet now because I can't. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's too much to think about. But um, so what we thought we'd do because there was literally no news uh, is just take questions. Um, we we did a one-off episode of the question hole for uh, Patreon. We're kind of doing a free version of that. Just taking some questions from. Have you only Facebook. done one episode of that? Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a weekly. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I did as well. But it turns out Joe's just away forever so right, okay. it's like quite difficult to uh to arrange but i think next year joe's not doing so many gigs so we'll be doing like a live episode and then a question hole on a 
rotating basis. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, so what we thought we'd do, we take some that questions. It sounds like too much content. It's a lot of content. Oh, he's got some great ideas. I mean, mainly the ones that I've given to him. But okay. he's got some great ideas on a bit of paper that I've given to him. <laughs> that he can then use. So what I thought we'd do is, yeah, take some questions from Facebook and we're just doing all questions episode. Old school. Like we oh, used okay. to do. No, like do you know what? I was thinking the other podcast. day, seven years is it that we've been doing this? No. 2013. It, it, we're not that far off seven years yeah. of doing this podcast. Well, not this podcast, but a podcast Shall with we, these members. I, I mean, between between the three of us, we must still have like keys to get into GAC. Maybe we should just like break in one night. I'll I mean, I still know the alarm there. code, obviously. I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure I still know the code to the safe. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Let's just. I'm let's pretty just, sure that hasn't been changed. Let's just get. Well, I mean, who knows how to change the code on a safe? But. Why would you say this? Because when it eventually gets burgled, then there's recorded evidence that you've got the <laughs> yeah, uh, the keys. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah. but yeah, maybe we should just break in and just do an episode there, like just for old time's sake. We'll we'll uh, we'll go down the shop, buy a load of gin gin and tonics, and eat some crisps rustled really close up. There's to the a mic. lot of drinking and eating on those podcasts. Thinking, I mean, that's how thinking we saw, about it. It was I'd, basically conversations of us eating and drinking. I really. mean, we never took lunch breaks. Yeah, so, well, you know, true. we were eating lunch at six o'clock in the evening. Yeah, I, I mean, it was mainly like, because Joe used to eat meat then as well, and you ate meat. So we'd just buy like a big pack of like Tesco sausage rolls. And, and, and just I'd just be go through them. sat there eating dry bread. crisps just crisps. crisps yeah just like a french stick just dry yeah yeah a bit of hummus sometimes a bit of hummus, hummus. Yeah. good times yeah, good times we've done a lot of podcasts the, we've only, done thing, a lot. the only thing was is we never really had a proper table to sit around we so, had a table was, but you couldn't put your legs underneath yeah so it's sort of really uncomfortable most of the yeah time. yeah yeah now we've got upgraded now we've got that patreon money we've got an actual table i mean i, I bought this table yeah i know i, this is can't my... believe I haven't worked for gak for five years yeah long time it's gone real quick that yeah, crazy. Real quick. Yeah, four um, years for me. And uh, yeah, you know, if you've been listening all that time, what are you doing with your lives? Well, basically, yeah, completely so, grown up with us. You grown literally have us. grown up with us. Yeah. I mean, I haven't grown at all. I mean, I'm every... shorter than anything. If anything, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So anyway, questions this week. I thought we'd dive straight in. Uh, will there be a jingle? Who knows? If there is, Joe, put it in here. Make one up. Jingle, 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 jingle. Yeah. It is question time. Okay, that is it. Um, there's a really good fella on YouTube, and I can't remember his Jingle name. He goes through British TV themes and puts in uh, like the lyrics. So for like Question Time, is like I can't remember how the Question Time theme goes, but it's like da 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 da, and it is Question Time, and the guy like sings over them. The one oh, he, good. the I one like he that. does for Loose Women is very good. It's very funny. It's, I don't know anything about that, but okay, it's okay. It's a good show. It's a good show. It's like the View for our American listeners. Okay, don't know what that is either. It's just a show where people talk about stuff. Oh, okay. Specifically, women talk about stuff, hence the loose stuff women. Stuff that, presumably with it being a daytime TV show, it's stuff that makes them and a lot of other people very angry. No. Um, in society. I think it's more about they just like talk about like current affairs and that. Oh, okay. Kind of like this. And telly and that. Yeah, I mean... Why aren't uh, this we on is, the telly? This is, why is Gitana I mean, not on the telly? That would be... Tragic. I can, I can imagine. <laughs> I mean, I, ser- I certainly don't have a voice for radio, let alone a you know, yeah. haircut for telly at the moment. <laughs> yeah. so, it's pretty uh, out there. Anyway, so first question. Stuart Tate says, Christmas trees, real or fake? Discuss. We had this conversation when I arrived at Jay's house earlier, didn't we? Well, that's why. It's because I was looking and, at the um, questions. I'm all about, I'm about the environment, but I also hate real trees. So I'd sort of have to go with fake tree. Oh, unbelievable. Jay Cross, I don't like the fake idea. tree. I've got it in... Uh, and actually, you talk about the environment. I've had my tree now for five years, maybe longer. Well, yeah, if as long as you keep it. But yeah, I keep I'm, it. It's up It's up there in the I loft. Think, no, never take it down. 
Yeah, yeah, Always yeah. Christmas. Well, yeah. actually, in fairness, the Christmas light. Someone pointed it out when we were doing the the live podcast on Discord the other day because I took a photo of my telly and behind the television you can see the Christmas lights that I've left up since last Christmas. Yeah. I just haven't I, turned them on. That's, that's, that's fine, isn't it? As long it? as you don't throw them away. The one thing that annoys me about real trees, and it always annoyed me more when I lived in Brighton, was how many were dumped on the le- yeah. at the level after yeah, yeah. every Christmas. They get recycled though, don't they? They go into like the shredder and then surely that wood's used for something. Okay. Wood, wood chips or whatever. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't someone's know. fire. Yeah, burn going nice, nice fire. Also, you, both of you have got cats, and having a real tree when you've got a cat is an absolute. No, it's fine. I was fine with it. Absolutely fine. I, I'm all 100 percent about the real tree. I love it. Uh, it's not okay. Christmas without a real tree. It doesn't right, smell the same. All right, money bags. They're not expensive. No, I tell you what, also isn't expensive. A tree that you get and keep for five years. Yeah, fantastic. Like Forty quid a year. You know, there's no, you can't Boy, put. You spent forty quid on a Christmas. Tree. You can't put a price on Christmas. That's what I'm saying. Well, apparently you have forty quid. Yeah, forty I can. quid. Fifty pounds a head. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> what if we're coming around to yours? Yeah. That's that's the door charge. <laughs> yeah. It's the cover charge that's to it. get in. Uh, yeah, I'm saying real tree. Fake. But I mean, you you basically do no tree, which is Don't. just all right. Scrooge. Yeah, I mean that's weird. You got to do so it. wait. Hang on. You but actually, you get to a be small fair, fake tree. No, I don't, I actually we have got a small fake tree. Um, but Amy's been asking me for two weeks to get the Christmas decorations and uh, decorations out of the loft. Oh, Not until really, December. Really busy. Yeah, you can't do it. T- I mean, December the first of December is absolute earliest. Yeah, you could do absolutely. It. Maybe we'll do it this weekend. I don't know. I'm going. Well, I'm basically, I'm not here for a fair chunk of the end of December. So, I mean, I've no idea when we're going to. do I'm ours. sure that was the thing with me. Last year as well, I was like, I'm never in the house. I think I was in the house every day in December. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just look at this. Who's, who are we doing it for? Us. And it, what really... <laughs> like, the world's least like, selfish man. Yeah. Who am I doing this for? Me? <laughs> well, I did feel bad because Amy actually made my advent calendar this year. Okay. And what like, have you done for her? I bought one. <laughs> Last minute. <laughs> From the pound shop. No, it was more than a pound. Unbelievable. It's probably going to be about... 20p in about a week's time yeah i i got one for maddie at the weekend and uh she didn't get me one she was like americans don't do this so you know i'm a great lived here for four years like come on you know i thought how come there is no guitar advent calendar i've never seen a guitar advent calendar what what do you want like gibson to give away a like a a different guitar every day a boss pedal advent calendar imagine that i mean that's on you literally your job that is my job That would, that would be absolutely amazing. Just a how little much it, how much chocolate, would it have to be? little chocolate know. boss pedal. No, 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 no. Real boss, boss pedal. pedal. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But also oh, the people that would amazing. And, and they're connected. Like it's there's an in and an output, and it's not until you've unveiled every single one, and no, then the I'm little not, one's a little no, amp, and then you no, plug you've it in. take them out. I'm not into that because if but, you do that, like there's no surprise as to. What pedals no, behind? There's the, what pedals behind what door? Because you know clearly, when you get to you know the bottom right door, that's going to be the reverb. Yeah, delays and reverb, bottom row. Yeah, right. that's, that's where we throw in a curveball. DS one. It lasts. <laughs> Last. <laughs> Just the classic. Well, that's the thing. There are no surprises in advent calendars anymore. It's pretty much a give. It tells you on the back what's in the advent calendar. Well, so. you know, bloody. All these people with allergies and, you know, vegans and gluten-free and stuff. It's still got to be there, isn't it? Advent calendar's gone mad. Absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Not like back in the day. I would actually like a guitar advent calendar, though. That would be great. I guitar mean, themed. I, how much do you reckon it would have to be to, if it was, whatever it is, 24 boss, pedal. boss, boss pedals. pedals? I don't know. Let's work it out. How uh, much is a boss... How much... How much is a boss pedal? How much is a boss pedal? 100 quid? Like, average. I don't know, I don't know what the average price is. 
Probably so, like 75 quid, probably. No, yeah. no, not when you yeah, include you like... Yeah, because you think, because like DS1s, DS1's are what, like 39? Yeah, but quid. how many 39 quid pedals are there? I bet the average is under two. quid. Well, there you go then. <laughs> I bet the average is under quid, so that makes it two and a half grand. Nice little Christmas present Maybe you do... Well, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's two grand, isn't it, at that point? Maybe that's what the podcast... Should, maybe that's what the Patreon will be. What would be on our 24 days of Advent Canada? Just 20, 24 boss pedals. And then the last one is another another DS1. Yeah, what will be on Christmas Day? That's the... Uh, that that should have been a question that someone asked. If there was a boss pedal advent calendar, <laughs> what's your pedal you do for Christmas Day? Metal Stone. <laughs> I mean, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The most Christmassy of all the pedals. SP1, oh, Spectrum. But, uh, digital Metalizer. Di- oh, I mean, that is a great pedal. Just have a, a great time on Christmas Day, basically. So, uh, next one. Budget Pedal Chap says, which would you rather? Only mini, mini pedals, but a full-size guitar, or full-size pedals, but yes. only travel guitars? That is a fantastic question. Matt Knight, oh, we know how much you love mini pedals. I hate mini pedals. My foot is still the same size. <laughs> okay. Uh... But only playing a travel guitar. But then you can get some good travel guitars now. Full-size pedals. You probably get a lot of mini pedals. Uh, the amount doesn't change. Mm. There's no restriction on how many pedals you can have. I think I'd rather have the full-size pedals That's than the Matt, travel guitar. <laughs> well, yeah, but for Matt, the guitar is like the least important That's part true, of the rig. Yeah. yeah, for Matt, it should just be no guitar. You yeah, just yeah. have a random <laughs> tone generator. Yeah. <laughs> I built it into my guitar and I don't even need to play it anymore. Uh, turn it on. For you, you could just have like one of those toy guitars that just like plays like a drum beat or whatever when you push one of the buttons. Casio DG10. Yeah, I mean... Um, I was trying to think of a travel guitar that I really enjoyed playing and I was thinking about that DV Mark one. You remember DV Mark made oh, one? Yeah. But then it never really came out. Was it then... like a headless? Didn't it have tuning no. keys at the bottom? No, I think it still had a headstock. It's just really diddy. But they Maybe did, like, they did the one. one. I always see it shows that it was cow print. Okay. And they sort of never made it. Oh, yeah. Jay is showing us a picture of it. Oh, yeah. It was like a tiny little, like, super strap body. But the bridge, it's a trim and it's sat, like, right. It, I think yeah. it, it kind of hangs over the edge of the body. But then Strandberg's count as travel guitars because they're no. really diddy. No. It has to be, like, miniature scale. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd rather have the full-size pedals. You're you're <laughs> yes, completely right. bonkers. Completely mad. Jay, I assume you'd rather have the mini pedals and a full-size guitar. Full-size guitar, but like short scale. I'm get, can I go half? Can I go? Can I have like I'll one? in the middle. Can I have yeah. one oh, yeah. full-size? One full-size pedal, but uh, yeah, I'll just use a short scale. I'll just have a Mustang or a Geosonic or something. Uh, no, no, oh, you, can't you can only have, have really mini pedals, oh, really no. big pedals, really big pedals. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can have one pedal that's huge and then really tiny, made for ants pedals. Okay, um, I'll I'll just stick with a normal size guitar and a uh, mini pedals. Then I I mean the thing I love about mini pedals is your foot is smaller, so you can so step on more yeah. at once. You can step on them all. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Andrew says, "Who's worse, Greendale Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters? Yeah, same. I'd agree. Foo Fighters. <laughs> okay, that was quick. Um." Yeah, I mean, obviously, I love Green Day, but you know, I'm I'm partial to the first two Foo Fighters. No, albums. no, the first two, first two are actually pretty good. Yeah, after that, it got a bit samey. Which is similar to Green Day, in fairness. Nah, you can go anywhere up to like 1998. When did Warning come out? Warning's, Warning's great. Warning's still all right. No, Warning was like 2001. I, I think, think it's 1999 it? for some reason. Maybe it's 2000. It's earlier than 2001. I think it's 1999. Um, yeah, anything up to Warning's all right. Warning's, yeah, Warning's great. Even, uh, I'm e- Warning you know 2000. What? I'm even partial to that third Foo Fighters record. Nothing left to lose. 
Which Nothing is, Left to Lose has got um, Learn to Fly. Yeah, that's when they that's start. They start to go oh, a bit I more. It was on the second one. I thought it was no. on Color and Shape. Hmm. No, that's when they start to go a bit more like radio friendly. That's that's a good song. Breakout is that on? That is Color, on um, Color and Shape. Okay, what else is there? What was the other like single that was? They did a video and it's a bit jokey. Uh, learn to Fly. Yeah, no, as well as Learn to Fly. Wow. Everlong, that's on Color Everlong. and Shape. No. Uh, stacked actors is on. Uh, Never tune heard that. to drop A. Is it that one? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's really a good like, tune. That I like that is that. a good tune. Like, yeah, and a lot of the first records all doubled up on a little Marshall MG10. It isn't is it? recorded yeah. into a little four track. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> who recorded it? Was it um, Steve Albini? Because I don't know he, he been Steve because Albini, he does actually. he does that. Um, not nothing. What's the? What's like, the? What's they're, that they're, album they're, called? Yeah, nothing we'll, left to lose. We're, we're going to the first one. My studio. No, the one that we're just talking about. Color and the shape. No, there's nothing left to lose. Oh yeah, okay. It's nothing left to lose. Okay. Do you reckon Steve Albini's only got mini, middle, mini amps? And every time someone's recording, he's like, "Yeah, we'll pull out the mini amp. Just you know, double track it. We haven't even recorded the first track yet." Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did. I've got a mini Marshall amp and a mini Fender amp. <laughs> When he recorded uh, the Pixies, <laughs> when he recorded the Pixies, he did get them to record vocals in a cupboard. So maybe he's thinking, okay, well, I need tiny amps because I record every. I want to get to the point where I can record the entire band in a cupboard. Um, the yeah, the first Foo Fighters album, I think it's just recorded by Dave Grohl. He just did it all, didn't he? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a lot of the second record, I'm sure. Doesn't look like Albini was involved. It, that, the, no, it's Gil Norton, the second record. Yeah. Because um, there's a lot of that. It's all like Mesa Boogie and stuff as well. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Oh, the, gold, classic, the golden age of boogie. That, that golden age of boogie in what, the early 2000s? Like mid to late, no, I say late 90s to kind of early 2000s. 2000s. Yeah, the golden age. You can hear, do you know what? We were. I was listening to some records the other day and you can hear it. You can just hear that like ultimate boogie tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's just like, yeah. When was the last time? Super distinctive. When was the last time you sold a uh, triple wreck or, or <laughs> saw saw one being played? Yeah, I mean, that's... even live, I don't think I've seen a band use. Uh, Mes- um, Paul Boogie. McCartney uses a load of Mesa Boogie stuff. He's like the last person where you plays you... what playing his left-handed mandolin. Uh, no, actually, just his bass stuff. He uses Boogie, and I think his guitar players use Boogie as well. But yeah, he's been using Mesa Boogie stuff for years and years and years. Right. And he's still the one person that I could guarantee if you saw him now, there would be some Boogie on the stage. Right. Billy Joe Armstrong's not using Boogies. No, I, I think, think he went back to Marshall. Yeah, didn't I think he's he? using Marshall. Actually, stuff. I think now he's using like Axe Effects. Really? I'm sure I saw something with him using Axe Effects or Kemper. Or... He's just got his presets loaded in. Thing He's is, got the Green Day preset. Already, I mean, if you're, if you're a tech now for a major stadium band, wouldn't you just be like, just please switch to Axe Effects? And then it's, I can have three of them in a rack, and if one breaks, I'll just, I just put I'll another one in. Yeah, I mean, but also, does, like, like, does Billy Joe Armstrong care anymore? Like, Yeah, does, I mean, they still put on a good show, yeah, I think. Yeah, they put on a good show, but like, what's he hearing? He's not hearing his guitar, is he? Not really. Well, I mm, I don't know about that. I think they're still pretty like down to earth, and they still care about gear. Clearly, you yeah. Know, but he's got a huge when you get to that, collection. like when you get to that point, surely the most important thing is consistency. Well, yeah, maybe. That's I don't my, know. That's my point. I'd be really interested to find out what he's using because I know that he did go back to Marshall. He was using mm. Boogie, and then he went back to using yeah, like eight hundreds and stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, be curious to know what he's using. Let's do um, let's do another question. Um, John By says, in the spirit of the katana, favorite budget gear that can regularly be found use being used by professionals. Budget gear that pros use. I mean, I'm going to say again, boss stuff. DS ones. The amount of yeah. like pro players that have still got a DS one on the board. 
Like I always yeah. find that amazing that that little pedal is used in so many different it, places. It was funny because uh, Yoshi was at a thing. Uh, the company president of Boss was at a thing called Generation Axe, which is like I saw Tosin, Abassi, and yeah. like Steve Vai and Ingve Mountain and Nuno Betancourt. And he took pictures of everyone's rig, and Nuno Betancourt still uses a GT8. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, which is funny because I think people see like this place and go, "Oh, I must be using all this amazing gear." Like, is he just using it for, like, straight in? Is he just <laughs> using it for like modulation and stuff? Though he's not using it for the drive. No, I think he's got like I think he's using like the amp models and stuff. Okay. Wow. Isn't that pre-Cosm? No, no that, that, that be, that's the height of Cosm. That's the height of Cosm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the heart of Cosm at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Captain Cosm, I think, was the marketing tool at that point as well. Oh, there was a Captain Cosm. There was a Captain Cosm. <laughs> little like superhero that yeah. had a kind of comic book. Yeah. That Fan. remind me. Great Matt, stuff. Matt, Matt Light came in and fired him immediately. Great, yeah. Captain Cosm. He's just like the Duff Man. When Duff yeah. Man gets fired. <laughs> he just like comes around every now and again. Yeah. Like Matt's like, no, get out, Captain. Yeah, I'm yeah. Tra- I'm trying to think. Like, I must admit, for me, especially because I work for Boss Katana, has been a weird one because I have seen like loads of people like yeah. use them. Like when I was in Nashville, you know, loads of like the bars and stuff that like, people were using like Katanas and you just like... Guys are gigging out all the time again. I think it's that modern gear offers consistency, yeah, totally. It's yeah, just yeah, you know, you can turn up and it's going to work, yeah. But yeah, I guess I don't know, yeah, boss pedals you tend to see quite a lot, yeah, T3, but, but then TC stuff, yeah, I mean, TC electronic stuff, yeah. Again, it's you know, it's it's not cheap, that, but it's not super mega expensive. Well, yeah, that. I mean, I guess what we're we talking about, what's what's budget here, you know, yeah, is yeah. It a pedal for less than 100 quid. You know, I mean, flashbacks and stuff. I Hall guess of Fame's floating stuff. around that kind yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, and no. Definitely see those on people's boards. Big Muff. Yeah, you know, yeah, t- still, yeah. Still fifty quid or whatever it is. Crybaby never really gone up in price. Yeah, that's true. Actually, like, yeah, just I would say most people are using just a standard Crybaby. Yeah, which if is they what, use a sixty while. quid or whatever. And yeah, I think they're even cheaper than that. Tell, how days. about this? Uh, absolute uh, classic SM58. Yeah. How much is an SM58? Probably the same price that they've been for yeah. 20 years. Like, And they're just they're, everywhere. They're floating around 75 quid, something yeah. like that. And so. they're just... Oh, like, how crazy. are Shaw still selling them? Like, where do they all go? Where do, where do they all where go? Where do they all that's go? Like, they haven't... Cha- when, when was, like... Have they ever changed? Don't... I couldn't tell you if the capsule or anything's changed, but they've always looked the same. Um, but... The yeah. SM58 has been in production since 1966. There we go. Oh, they probably have looked slightly different then, I'd imagine. Can't imagine they've always used exactly the same housing. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's like the same thing with boss pedals. You know, where do they all go? That's the thing. Is like they don't... 17 million. They don't break. 17 million. This year. This year. Yeah, yeah. It's done 17 million <laughs> no. this year. So that's the, yeah, 17 million, I think, since 1977. That's- it's crazy, isn't it? Where it's are not... they all? I don't know. So I've got this rare boss pedal. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure about that? Yes, it's the Zach Wild Edition SD1. I mean, that's the one. That is the holy grail. That is the rare one. That is the rare one. Do you know what the story is behind that? Did they? Yeah. Do you know what? I tried to do some research into it. So for people who don't know, there's there's a book called The Boss Book, which was written by a Japanese boss collector and boss in the early 2000s. And there was this whole bit about this mystery guitar player from Japan had this massive collection. He had this bullseye SD1. And I always remember reading that book being like, where you ever find one? And then when I 
went to live in Japan, I asked about it, and they were like, oh, I think it was like Ishibashi or one of those big chain stores. When Zach Wilde did his first solo record, he did an in-store signing at Ishibashi, and they made five SD1s and five CH1s, because that was his pedal board at the time, with the with the the font, and they were specifically made by that store for sale at that store. And that's it. They've never been seen since. Yeah, except, except for this pedal collector. Except for this one, one thing in a book. Yeah, so the, as far as I understand it, there's a DS1 and a C... It's this SD1 and a so it, CH1. Right, but no one knows where the CH1 is. No. That's I think amazing, they did five man. of each and then right. that's it. Oh, man. I mean, that, I mean, if I ever saw one, it's that, it's that crazy thing you always wish you go to like a car boot sale or like something and you just see something like that i think it's unlikely if you're going to burgess hill car boot sale (laughs) that you're going to find although did you see that thing um that there was a uh just as a a quick one like that there was uh chris buck found a 62 strat in an auction in wales what yeah what like cheap yeah i think he said he paid he said he didn't want to give away the actual figure but he paid under two grand for it wow wow uh refinned so it was like a bad fiesta red which obviously most people doing at that point different saddles neck pickup been changed and someone had tried to wire jaguar controls into it into the scratch plate so it's got three like dip switches i think it was half jaguar half kind of brian may wiring um but yeah that again you know those things are out there i guess people bought people who could afford them bought them back then then forgot i mean you know if we think about how many boss pedals there are or you know all of this kind of like mass-produced gear where does it all go half it's probably under people's beds yeah and in 50 years time you'd be like oh i've got this great like 2001 american highway one strat yeah and some of those will gain like all it takes is for one player to pick those up and be like, this is the best guitar. And something like, yeah, Highway 1 maybe. You know, yeah. someone will pick those up and go, do you know what, these are so good. And then they'll become a leading voice and suddenly your Highway 1 strat that's worth, I don't know, 500 quid or something yeah. is suddenly worth, you know, yeah. two yeah. grand. It doesn't take much. Um, and yeah, like you said, a lot of that stuff is just under people's beds. It's, it's weird. I don't know how much of that, in terms of like budget gear, new budget gear now, how much of that will become... Again, it's just, you just don't know, I guess. Yeah. There could be something, some sort of pedal somewhere that suddenly takes off. Discover a new way to record with Isotope Spire Studio. With this portable multi-track recorder, you can quickly and easily capture your songs at the highest quality via the built-in mic and dual inputs. Spire Studio automatically detects your instruments to sculpt the tone and set input levels. Wirelessly pair it with your iOS or Android device to add creative amps and effects, edit, mix, collaborate with bandmates and export your songs. Now available at retailers like Sweetwater, Auto Music, Amazon, as well as Toman and Anderton's in Europe, Spire Studio is now on sale at 20% off for Black Friday. Learn more at isotope.com forward slash spire forward slash nerds or follow links in the description of this podcast. Rings Direct are one of the most comprehensive guitar string retailers worldwide, so they definitely know a thing or two about guitar and bass strings. And with that comes the complete understanding of the frustration you get when trying to find a set of strings with the exact gauges you want. 
Maybe you're looking to tune in Robert Fripp's famous new standard all fifths tuning, or perhaps you've got a Yamaha G10 synth guitar, which requires six 16-gauge strings. Who knows? Whatever you're tuning, whatever your gauge, whatever your preferred brand, Strings Direct have you covered with their Strings Direct custom gauge builder. Build your own set of signature strings from scratch with options for electric, bass and acoustic and with banjo and classical guitars coming soon. And choose from a huge range of the world's most popular string manufacturers. Strings Direct have got us guitar nerds covered. Check them out and build your own set at stringsdirect.co.uk. And on top of that, all guitar nerds listeners can take advantage of a 10% discount off of anything on the Strings Direct website throughout November and December. Just use the code NERDS10 at the checkout. And for more info, follow the link in the description of this podcast. It's like these, you know, limited editions and custom finishes and stuff like that. That's where the uh, collectability is now, I guess. Yeah. So- yeah, I mean, I saw I saw a Zvex pedal on eBay that I'd never seen before. Right. I'm like, you know, these things do still pop up every now and then. Definitely. The other thing is, I guess, like small builders that go on to then be big builders. Like if you buy something like their first run of whatever, and then suddenly they become a yeah, like a Zvex or a Earthquaker or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that, and when, when when me and Joe were talking to Thorpey, having some of like the really early ones, but then I guess parts are more consistent now. It's like it'd be different than having a first run fuzz face from nineteen yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. it varies so much to um you know components are so much more controlled now aren't they i'm talking about more like if you buy something when you know someone's still making it in their bedroom and then five years later they've got pedals in all the shops and things like that you know that might be a cool thing to have whether it'd be worth that much money i don't know but that's that's what i would collect um let's do uh, a joint question uh matt says what does joe smell like and blake says which host smells the best I'm going to say Jay smells the best. I, defi- I was going to say Jay probably smells the best. I definitely smell the best. You spend a lot of money on smelling good, though. I, I, spend, don't, spend, I don't spend a lot How much money. is Lynx Africa? That's why. <laughs> Voodoo. Yeah, okay. Java. Yeah, yeah I, I'm more of a Java man. I think um, I was more of a voodoo than I was a... Uh... I was, for years, I was an Africa man. I was, Absolutely. A, I I was Africa as well. That's I that... tried the others. I remember buying Inca once, being like, I'm going to give it a go. And I just... I, it didn't smell bad, <laughs> but it just wasn't the old familiar. Last, what... last Christmas... I actually, like, my parents bought me and Amy, like, a gift card, uh, you know, of, like, a, an average value to go and spend on something nice. And then bought a load of little presents to open. I opened one, and it was, like, one of those super drug, like, box sets of, like, a shower gel and a deodorant. It was Africa. Yes! <laughs> it was, Fantastic. like, at first I was horrified, and I was like, actually... I'm into this. I mean, I, I got, around smelling. Did you use it? in your old self for about two weeks. If, if you want, it is, it's so weird, the effect of that. It is like an instant flashback. It's like a time To being machine. in the changing rooms. So we're well, just like, <laughs> just being around, you know, yourself and like 15 year olds, like when you were 15, everyone just used Links Africa. And then it's a big step in in, in your life when you you move. You buy the first non-Links. Yeah, joke, yeah, totally. Like, I try something different and that's it. You never look back. Yeah. I might just go home now and just buy a can of Africans. <laughs> just relive the past. I guess for our... Ameri- is it called... Axe. It's called Axe, Axe in America. Yeah, yeah. Well, Axe body spray is what we're talking about. Um, so on to the second part of that question. What does Joe smell like? I'm going to say Lynx Africa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't smell bad. He likes showers and stuff. He just about keeps his head above water when it comes to 
uh, you I mean, know, I've definitely, personal hygiene. I've definitely smelled Joe after a night out, and it is a pretty bad smell. Yeah, it's not a... Um, but on average, it smells right. He just, the, the thing is, is he doesn't... musty hay. Well, he doesn't smell bad. What happens is he just, like, his body gets filled up with booze, and the only way out is through the pores. Yeah. Although he does like burning incense, which also reminds me of my 15-year-old self. Yeah, he does, really. He does. Were you into incense when you were fifteen? Uh, I was. I never really like. It's the sort of thing now where I'm like, I yeah, like, I yeah, could probably do a bit. It's of that. cool. It's like taking smoking drugs. Yeah, it's like it's just smelling <laughs> it. Just yeah. Smell. Um. Yeah, you're really into making the house smell nice. I really like candles. My- I'm really into like woodwick candles. They're so good. Excuse me. They're so good. Woodwick candles. They crackle. The the wick is wood. Yeah, that's hence Woodwick. the name. Woodwick. Hence the name. They're amazing. Yeah, really into, Yankee really candles, into candles, mate. You can get jelly beans. Yankee. So Yankee butter. own Woodwick. And so now if you go into it, like, I love going into the Yankee candle store. It's so bloody good. I've DS1 got an air, candle. The air, the air, <laughs> DS1 candle. The I'm telling you, Boss Candles would do I, numbers. I've, I've, I've <laughs> talked about this. New guitar smell. Yeah. Like like new guitar smell air fresheners or something. Fantastic. My, my favourite new guitar smell was when we had the... Who's the geezer from Buck- Buckethead? No, is that the one you're gonna th- from from Sex Pistols? What's his name? Oh, Steve Jones. When we had his, and it actually smelled like Jack Daniels. Oh yeah, I opened the case and I was I like, I don't remember. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box, and if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That? Yeah, you know? the case yeah. smell absolutely amazing. What What was it? A Les Paul? It, Les Paul yeah, Custom. It's like a 70s Les Paul Custom. I don't remember them doing that. Uh, yeah, they did. It was like relict and it had like a kind of like pin-up transfer on the body. Oh, um, right, okay. It was like good relic and stuff, but yeah, the main thing was the case smelled absolutely amazing. Right, okay. It smelled wow. of pure booze and it was that. wicked. Um, yeah, uh, so what does Joe smell like? Lynx Africa, someone suggested a pub carpet, which I think is probably I mean, that's close. that's actually a bit harsh, I would say. Like, 
pub carpets don't smell that bad now. Most pubs don't have carpets either. Yeah, that's true. They're just a wooden, sticky wooden They've got floor. rid of them. Maybe we can get rid of Joe. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so Matthew says, uh, what are examples of pedals that are so, uh, associated strongly with one type of music, but actually work surprisingly well for other genres? For example, the Rat is thought of as an 80s metal pedal, but lower gain settings, it can be used great. It can be great for lots of other genres. Um, can you think of anything? Hmm. It's associated with one, one genre, or one like generally known for kind of one type of genre. It's difficult because I mean, really, where do you where are you looking except for drive pedals at that point? You know, like people talk about how the metal zone is. You know, you can sort of wind back the gain, and it's a nice bluesy. It's like, well, I mean, is it? <laughs> I've got one. Chorus pedals associated with crap 80s music, but apparently everyone uses them on everything now. And Chorus I'm, is great. I'm the one that's Cor- in the wrong. I love Chorus. Chorus is great. You're an idiot. No, no. It's, it, it just sounds like 80s music. 80s music was good. No, it wasn't. There's, 80s music was good. There's no, apart from Paul McCartney's solo albums, there's no good music made in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> everything that Minor Threat did? Uh, everything Black Flag did in the 80s? Uh, I don't like Black Flag that much. Uh, no effects? Yeah, their 80s stuff's terrible. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. What's a good 80s NoFX album? Uh, Wait, NoFX were going in the 80s? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. I don't know. Um, None Duncan of them. Drublick. That was <laughs> not in like the 80s. <laughs> Absolutely not in the 80s. But Joe's right. I think once you once you move away from drive pedals, it's quite difficult, really. Yeah, I mean... I'm trying to think of a particular pedal that you always see that you go... You, if you saw a pedal, you go, oh, yeah, that's... Oh, what about the Big Muff again? Well, Big the Muff thing is, is big... you know, it's, it's a fuzz pedal, uh, and I think you would think of it as kind of big, you know, sort of really pushed distortion sound, but you can, like, wind that back. Well, the thing is, I think if you said to most people Big Muff, most people would think Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's one particular type of Big Muff. And I, th- I guess rather than, like, it being associated with style of music, I think it's one pedal that's had many forms but it's only ever associated with the one type the classic font one rather than like yeah the i mean other ones. big muffs kind of become it's like own genre of pedals now anyway yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah, you know yeah. there's so many and particularly now they've reissued everything there's so many big muffs and they all sound completely different yeah. so yeah i mean that's difficult um i would say one actually ts9 most people think blues rock you know that kind of thing um but actually you know a lot of metal players use them because they'll yeah. use them to just like push yeah the, an already driven channel yeah. actually i guess in a way like one thing, you know, I've started to see more, like compression pedals not being used as like the super plinky funk pedal. Yeah. You know, I think you can really, you know, as a make gooder as something that can be formed part of your overall sound. You only have to look at like origin effects to actually, or you almost use it as like a studio tool, something that's like, you know, helping create your initial sound rather than like, oh, I'm just going to turn the attack all the way up and... I mean, that's what I did on my first compressor pedal. Why does everything sound so squished? Well, yeah. But all the the notes last for ages. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's do... uh, Kevin says, you can only pick one pedal for a gig. What do you pick? T3. Yep. I mean, I'm I'm there. Matt? Matt Matt would absolutely forego the tuner. Yeah. Can I... <laughs> one pedal. It can't be like a multi effects. It can't be like H nine or whatever. Oh, K- Kemper floor. Yeah, probably like 
probably like a delay pedal of some sort. I mean, that's for me, delay or reverb are the next obvious ones. You can only have one effect. <sighs> Strymon Flint. Yeah, I mean, totally. I mean, that is two effects technically, but it is in one, one pedal. pedal. So. Wasn't the question one pedal? Th- RE20. RE20, I mean, great pedal of all time. You, because you do get a bit of drive out of that as well. You do get a bit of drive out of it, and it can oscillate, so you can you don't even have to play guitar all the time. You just hold the which button Which is down. the dream. Which is the dream, not playing uh, guitar. And it's got some reverb in it and some delay, so that'd be a good one. Strong Flint. What about a uh, Digitech Space Station? Boom! <laughs> 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 <Just laughs> aliens. Yamaha Magic Stomp. Okay, got, of course. Got tractor on it. Tractor. <laughs> <laughs> It literally did sound like that. We should buy one. I've been trying to buy one for ages. They go for so much money now. Then they have there's one guy. Was it one called Ambulance as well? There's bats, (laughs) bats, cats, tractor. But it was what? Do you know what? (laughs) Tractor is so good. I think tractor was like six octaves down. I think that's what it was. It just like farts out basically. But the weird thing was, I remember at the time, you know. They did. They had John Five as like a signature. They had loads of signature artists. You could download them. Like yeah, back in the early days of the internet. Yeah, I don't think it was the early days of the internet. It was like nineteen ninety. That was like the mid nineties, isn't it? Mid the Magic 90s. Stomp. Now was like two thousand. It came out when I was working at Gax. So I would say it's probably two thousand and one. Okay, maybe not the early, just the terrible days of the internet. Yeah, yeah, the good old Space days. Jam. No, the, yeah, the best days of the internet. <laughs> um, we should buy Magic Stomp though. I'm up for it. I mean, I don't know what we'd use it for. That could be a Patreon where we just go through each week. You get one preset from the Magic Stomp. <laughs> who, Bats, what do you, cats, who does? Tractor. The, that's in the episode. You just we just play a bit of guitar. That's an episode on each preset of the Magic Stomp. I'm okay. saying that's the new Patreon series, and you've got to wait like 300 weeks until you get to Tractor, which is what everyone's <laughs> waiting for. Uh, I kind of want to find the preset list for... Uh, oh, here we go. Preset patch list. Let's do it. For Magic Stomp. Let's just... How many it. are Matt there? Just ha- he just pulled it up in his bookmarks. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. Just uh, rolled up his sleeve. Got a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, he's got a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need to go to the second page to get some of the good ones. <laughs> good. Oh no, actually, straight out of the box, this one, got some terrible ones. Oh, I think someone's made their own and they've called like Blues Rock. That's boring. Tractor is what we need. Tractor. There is a Bossa Nova preset though. Okay. I don't know how that would work. Uh, yeah. I, none of the good ones seem to be on here, but there is one called Liverpool. Okay, I guess that's like Beatles-y. Yeah, probably. I probably need to find, this one is not a good preset list. Someone's made their own presets. This is not the official one. There's no tractor. I can't find a tractor on here. <laughs> tractor. I only want to buy it for tractor. <laughs> That's, That's all need- I want. That's all you need it for. That's all I want. Uh, let's take a... Uh, okay, Joe says, I need a weird pedal and I don't want to spend much on it. What do I buy? Yamaha Magic Stomp. So I found <laughs> the other one here. I found the other preset list. These are your effects. Um, talking phase. Ring modulator. Pitch shift. Cat shelter. <laughs> That's not one. <laughs> Cat shelter. <laughs> Cat shelter. Bats. Machine gun. Yes. Tractor. Glam riff. Okay. Nice. Uh, um, How much does a magic stomp go for? Sweet face. Saucy rock. Ag stroke. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> um. I just want it. For, I just want to know what cat shelter is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like. That was it. I mean, some sort of like auto filter. Um, don't worry, but it also covers your Hank Marvin shadow delay. Nice, right, that's a good one. Nice. Do you know what? This is going to uh, talking about Hank Marvin. 
I oh no! I listen to, and I think it might be a sign that I'm getting summer old. Summer holiday. I listened to the summer holiday soundtrack <laughs> this week. Summer Wait, holiday. Did you actually? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> oh man! Firstly, summer holiday, great movie. Secondly, the shadows, the songs that are on the summer holiday soundtrack that the shadows, the the instrumentals that are like the incidental music from the film that the shadows do, really good. And weirdly, the remaster that they've done on Spotify. The guitars sound absolutely amazing. And I'm normally someone who's like, oh, yeah, Hank Marvin, whatever. You know, it's like classic kind of guitar shop person. Like, I want to sound like Hank Marvin, you know. But when you actually listen to it, when you take the time to listen to it and you listen to this version where it's been remastered, it sounds amazing. The guitars sound so good on it. And firstly, I'm not a strap person, but I was like, this is it's so well recorded and it sounds mega. I was watching on Friday, I think it was. I was watching a bit of uh, Summer BBC, Holiday, BBC Four, or <laughs> uh, or Sky Arts, or whatever it okay. is that has all the music documentaries on on a Friday night, and they had uh, kind of like a beginning of rock and roll uh, special where they went. They they were talking about like Elvis, and they were talking about Johnny Cash. They were kind of like the focuses of it, but they did have a bit about like you know kind of the very early days of rock and roll and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they they had a bit on um, Hank Marvin and you know and the shadows and stuff like that and it was like them performing was really like watching it was really weird because obviously it's all instrumental yeah and but they're like dancing they did a little dance they're like yeah, doing yeah. a little dance but the, there's clearly a bit where the bass player who's in the middle completely loses where he is and right. it's like just look at one of the other two fellas but he's like facing the wrong way he's lost the like routine that. so good I am um, just again another aside uh, last night I watched a documentary about the Proclaimers. You know, the I Would Walk 500 yeah, yeah, Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The document, really interesting band. Didn't know anything about them, and it's kind of inspired me to, like, I didn't They're get a chance Scottish. to do it today. Did they, they ever Scottish. walk 500 miles? Uh, probably, you know, probably in their lives, I'd imagine they've c- cumulatively walked 500 miles. <laughs> get to 499, that so I can't. That's it, I'm done. Can't. I can never walk again. <laughs> um, the documentary is on, uh, sorry, uh, American listeners, this is not very relevant, but it's on the BBC uh, iPlayer right now. It's really good, really interesting there, story. There's one documentary that I've been mean to watch, which is about all the session musicians on the West Coast. In like the sixties, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, yes, I can't remember the name either. About, but I've is seen it the Sidemen? So maybe something like that. it's all it's about all the guitar players and stuff who played on a lot of the, the hit records in the sixties. Yeah, 60s yeah, and yeah. Stuff. I think it's called Sidemen or Sideman or something like that. Um, just oh, having like a history quick... of Spider Man. Like the story of Spider Man side... Three, the best one. <laughs> <laughs> is it the story of the Sideman? I think is maybe what it is. That sounds I've... like a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, it does sound like a. Uh, does sound like uh, maybe this? No, this is more about like a about british people because it's got the geezer who was um david bowie's guitarist earl slick or slicky as he's okay. known in this, uh, this article <laughs> slicky to my mates going back to the original question joe says i need to buy a weird pedal i don't oh, want, yeah. don't want to spend much on it what do i buy don't want to spend much uh what are we putting I, a limit on 100 quid i'm gonna say uh obviously digitech based synthwire because you can get oh, for like one. 30 quid and yeah. they're an awesome pedal. Get the bass version. Do not get the guitar version. The bass one is definitely better. Yeah. As we know, bass pedals, bass synth pedals sound great on guitar and guitar synth pedals usually sound bad. Uh, I was thinking whilst you two were wittering on, the, the classic answer to this always used to be when we were doing Gap Podcasts, MXR Blue Box. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really weird. Don't see them, don't see them around don't so much. much. People just don't really use them, do they? Because they're, uh, I mean... Was it two is, octaves down and one up? Two, no, it's two octaves down and a fuzz, and you blend in the two octaves, don't you? 
Yeah, and it's kind of it's the problem with the blue boxes. It's like, what is it? Is it like a ring modulator? Is it an octave well, pedal? Is pedal. it a fuzz pedal? Yeah, it's just a weird effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, how many effects are just like a weird effect? Do you know what I mean? They're like a synth pedal, or they're a fuzz pedal that's got weird filters on it. You yeah. don't just buy like, oh yeah, I bought this pedal because it does this one weird sound. But the thing is, it's actually trying to get something like that on a budget. There's so many great pedals yeah. out there that are weird, that are expensive, and you're like, could I really spend that sort of money? How much is an SY one? One nine nine. Right. Okay. I mean, it's that's still you know it's a fairly expensive pedal, but it's not mega money. I think that's just that's kind of what you expect now, isn't it? And well, you're and going it, down like it does loads of stuff as well, lower territory or whatever. Uh, I tell you, who does a lot of weird pedals for not huge money? I don't. I've started talking now without really. But what about the Ranger stuff? The Ranger stuff's all fairly cheap. I yeah, think, I remember it? them not being huge. Oh, actually, I don't of money. know though. They're not super cheap. Uh, Ranger, the Air Space Invader Two, one hundred nine pounds. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there you that's go. pretty cheap. That's yeah, I mean, it's cheap. used, but you know, actually, there's loads up for about a hundred quid. Ranger FX, <laughs> Ranger FX, Ranger uh, Air Space Invader, which I remember being actually, very. I tell you what, super fun pedal that popped up on my feed the other day. That. Uh, one side isn't that weird, but the second side is definitely great for noises. Paul Gilbert, a Paul Gilbert yeah. airplane flanger. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a great pedal. I mean, you can does... get those up for less than a hundred quid. I mean, really? It does, it does one noise. Boom! That's uh, the noise it does. Uh, the, yeah, the Ibanez AF2 Paul Gilbert airplane flanger. Yeah, used from eighty-eight quid. There what about the uh, Ibanez LF7 Lo-Fi? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Doesn't do very much, I've got to admit. It just basically funny cuts because all your bass off. Yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, when we first started, when I worked at Gak, we first started getting the Moor pedals and we tried the Bit Crusher. And I was like, oh, great, 30 quid. Make your pedals sound well weird. It's like, no, it just makes it sound terrible. Yeah, but. There's I- definitely a cut off. Between weird and terrible. Between weird and terrible, and there's it's a fine line that some of these I pedals think sit. Your definition of where that line is may be very different from other people's <laughs> definition <laughs> of where that line is, Matt. Uh, let's do uh, let's do another question. Let's do okay. This one actually, I'm not sure we've ever or oh, we haven't tackled this for a long time. Adam says, "What is each of your dream guitar? Money no money no object, but you can only choose one." Stephen Stern Masterbuilt Pink. Penguin relic. Really? Yeah. Why don't you just sell all your guitars and buy one of those? Because I'd have to wait five years for it. Well, to that's true. Out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and actually, our friend Nick, who works at a music store in London, recently bought a Stephen Stern Masterbuilt. Wow. White penguin. Did he? Yeah. Wow. And he sold his Japanese built penguin to to get it. But I've always, I've always wanted a Stephen Stern Masterbuilt. Gretsch is one guitar I've never owned, but I always love playing them, and I'd love to own. Because a master-built Gretsch is built by one, basically one fella. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it would just be amazing. And to have a pink relict, and penguins are dead cool. Yeah. Thing Um, is about that, um, getting something built, a Gretsch built by one fella is, firstly, it's like getting a custom-built guitar, but if you ever want to sell it, you will actually get your money back. Rather than, you know, if you get a custom-built guitar from most places by an unnamed builder, it's like you'll spend 10 <laughs> grand on it and then someone will offer you a tenner to, uh, yeah. to buy back. But it's weird because I've owned custom shop Fenders and, you know, Gibson stuff. like that. I've never owned a Gretsch, but it's one guitar I always really love to own. So if money, no object, I definitely... I just don't want to f- wait five years. 
three years. You have to wait for one to come up. I've seen a couple of cool ones. Like there was a, like a grape sparkle one came up. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, I've seen a couple of gold spark. I've seen a couple turn up, but they've been in like Lake Placid Blue, and I'm like, mm, that's just the wrong side of the kind of colour. Lake Placid Blue Penguin just doesn't really roll off the tongue. Yeah, no. you, want, you want, the want the pink penguin. penguin yeah, you definitely. want the pink penguin. J Cross, money no object. I don't know really. I mean, 2012. Let's pull traditional. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, the exact one that you used to own. No, no. The uh, that was the standard. Was the one that I really. Oh yeah, liked. that's true. Yeah, and it was 2013. Was the year that okay, the, the traditional that I liked. Um, probably a 59p base custom shop 59p base. Which is well, something why not that... just get a real one? Money's no object. Uh, I probably nah, don't quality. want a 1959 build quality is terrible it's <laughs> <laughs> probably not very good I don't know is it would they be good yeah I mean if you get a nice one money, money is no object if money is no object then yeah probably an original 1959 but it would probably be crap like they've probably it's probably been stored next to a radiator no I think but again money no object you can just get one that's Thing good is, if why I, do you keep saying that because money's no object right okay well if it's going to be an old guitar it'd be a 54 Les Paul custom okay that'd be the one single pickup yeah original forgot to put the other one in <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Just, yeah no need there's, there's a load of weird ones I mean I wish I'd just kept a list of everything good that had ever come into the shop yeah, that I yeah. wish I'd bought if it, it, money no object Probably a 59 Les Paul Jr. Double cut. Okay. Interesting. I was going to go 54 Les Paul Jr. Single cut. Yeah, that'd there be was, good. There was a, I played a 59 or a 60, 59, I think it was, in a guitar center in uh, on Double uh, cut. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Hollywood, Sunset Boulevard, yeah. Uh, and it was just amazing. It was in TV Yellow. It was just, it was just incredible. It was the, absolutely my dream guitar. It's just, so good. It was just so much money. Yeah, I just think Sunburst Fifty Four Junior. That is the like for me. That is the dream guitar. It's funny because a lot of people go, "Oh yeah, I want like a sixty Strat wave," and I'm like, I just "Buy a custom shop one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think it would have to be. It would have to be so special to. Re- I mean, I guess you could say the thing about the Penguin. You know. Didn't you do that last week? What, knock my microphone over? Yeah. yeah, I just did it again. Yeah, yeah, uh, It's going to fall off again. That's all right. I'll just... It literally did just fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've saved it. I saved that one. But yeah, there's something about the pe- the penguin. And and I remember uh, one came into the shop once, but it was left-handed. It was... Um, Lee? It was Lee's had a pe- Lee had a penguin, didn't he? My mate Lee, yeah, yeah, who yeah. I played a band with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, did he have a penguin? I he thought, did. I thought he, he had, had a left- falcon. He had a lefty penguin. Okay. I was like... Oh, because um, you don't really see him very often. He recently bought, uh, speaking of him, he recently, this is a conversation for you and you only, yeah. uh, he recently bought a um, Dan Electro baritone left-handed. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently it's amazing. Um, but yeah, Pink Penguin, I think for me. Or a 54 Les Paul Custom. Yeah. Or a 74 Strat in brown. I'd go <laughs> 1986 Fender Strat. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, the, I'd like, what was the one called? The Strat. Telly, one of those. The Strat. Telly Elite in green. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Just oh, two buttons. 1986. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's do maybe one or two more questions. Uh, Tom says, which is the deeper, darker hole to waste your time not actually practicing? Winding your own pickups or building your own pedals? I would say... 
Wait, repeat the question. So basically, which is a worse waste of your time rather than practicing winding your own pickups or building your own pedals? I would say that the easy, and I mean, I say this knowing absolutely nothing about okay. either, but I think I mean, that's, probably, we might as well just put that disclaimer on the entire podcast. <laughs> that is true. Um, I would say there's probably a uh, lesser barrier to entry in making your own pickup, uh, making your own pedals. I reckon winding your own pickups is really hard. Because I, unless you've got, even if you've got a machine and like, I don't know how much machine costs. Not a lot. They've got, is it not a lot? They're not very much. Really? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're surprised. When I looked at them, they were surprisingly cheap. And it's much easier to test the pedal that you've made than really? test the pickup that you've made. Oh, yeah. I wonder what this pickup sounds like to this other pickup in the neck position. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Try that one. Right. Hold on a sec. Just remember how that sounded. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unsolder it. Solder yeah. something yeah. else in. I oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I that, think the thing is... I hadn't even thought about that aspect of it. It's like, yeah, how yeah, do you yeah. test whether you're doing the right thing or not? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I think um, I think winding pickups would be a cool journey to go on if you could do it and you had the equipment. But if at that point, you've probably got enough time to actually be into it and build a load and it'd be all right. But yeah. I think pedals, there's just so many variables. Well, I think you could spend like ridiculous amounts of money on crazy parts for it and it's definitely a bad rabbit hole to fall down i think i just think it depends on what you want to do with it personally i would love to be able to say i built this guitar and i wound my own pickups for it and this is why i like them and i think like personally like building a pedal for yourself i i just i don't think i would ever do that do you know what this is this is maybe a weird thing maybe it's only me but i always think that a sandwich that someone else makes is better than a sandwich (laughs) that you make for yourself that totally depends i think depends on the sandwich (laughs) i always just think if i made my own pedals i'd be like it just isn't as good as one that i could buy that's kind of what i feel like you know like i the kind of pedal that i think i would i could potentially make Electroharmonics probably make a better one version of it yeah. for like 50 quid. Is like, playing your own pedal the, the equivalent of wearing your own band's merch? If you you, yeah. if you do it live, if you take it out on the road, <laughs> then definitely. So Dan, friend of the podcast, Dan Grace, is currently going through a bit of a, a phase where he is like finishing his own guitars and refinishing his own guitars and stuff. Now, this started with him taking his uh, 72 Tele and he wanted to refinish it in shell pink and then relic it himself. And... Like the amount of time it's taken him, like, he had to like you know melt the finish off and then rub out all the imperfections, refill it, then color it, color it in whatever you do there with a the spray can, color it in, lacquer <laughs> it, and you know, <laughs> with little crack crayolas, and then and then you know drop your keys on it to relicate and stuff. And he brought it in. He's like, "This looks amazing, didn't it?" I'm like, it, "It does look amazing." But I'm like, "How long did it take you?" He's like, oh, "It doesn't matter how long it took me. It's just you know it's a bit of fun." And I'm like, "That's." Just buy one. Just yeah. buy one. It is good though. That guitar. His guitar is fantastic. Which, Absolutely. Uh, coincidentally, you can see on the video for the new Random Heroes single, uh, December the thirteenth. That's a weird song title. Friday yeah. the thirteenth. It's coming out on Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Okay. Anyway, um, just, just let you know. Just throwing that out there a couple of weeks early. Okay. Well, to... I'm sure both the people that like that sort of music will check it out. <laughs> um, me and Matt. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just I've I've just got I've got two. I've got other things I want to be doing in my life, like playing Red Dead Redemption and stuff. I Drink, just drinking beers. I I would feel that the pedal, I've, even like I said, even if I built one, I feel like Electronics would make a better version for no money. Whereas with the pickups, 
I think there'd be, for me, a greater sense of achievement in building yeah. those pickups and putting them in a guitar that I was actually going to use. I just think that if I made my own pedals and then look back on it, it'd be like thinking when I was painting Warhammer when I was 15, they looked really good. And then 10 years later, I look at them again and go, I was terrible at this. See, I, <laughs> I never did that either. Back then, I was playing International Superstar Soccer Deluxe on the snares and like having a great time. That's Sensible the one where you could turn the referee into a dog. No, we've had this conversation. It's That's not that. ISS Deluxe. Did they, did they have real um, real names? Were they made up names? No, they were made up names. Bobsy but they, Dugnut. But it was like it was like Blevin Bleegan and like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Larry Ginnaker and stuff like that. Like, Larry Ginnaker. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, um, name of the podcast right there. Larry, Larry Ginnaker. Does Joe still give the podcast names? I don't know. I don't know. I I'm sure he does. No, he'll, he, yeah. <laughs> I think he normally he's like Mr. SEO now, so he just puts like Boss Katana 50 as the title if that's what we've talked about that week. Or... This podcast will blow your mind. Yeah. 10 tips I learned this week <laughs> yeah, about yeah, yeah. weight loss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the this, this podcast is giving out tips to make every doctor angry. Have or, you ever seen so, a ghost? Have you ever seen a ghost? <laughs> we did actually get a question and two questions I want to wrap up on. Firstly, Simon says, have you ever seen a Christmas ghost? <laughs> Matt, have you ever seen a Christmas ghost? See, I, I see ghosts all the time, especially Christmas ones. Okay, okay, the ghost of Christmas past, uh, and yeah, and and the future, and the future says you will watch Jingle All the Way every year. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is that is the ghost of the past because the past knows that you have watched Jingle All the Way every best year. Best Christmas movie. Amy won't let me watch it. I still think it's the best one. I'll just. <laughs> uh, I mean, in all seriousness, the best Christmas movie is Elf. Jingle all the way. I like Put the two together. Personally, I like Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore. It's a good movie. Really good movie. And it's got uh, John Lithgow in it as well. Great cast. Is he the one from uh, Third Rock from, from the Sun? From the sun. Yeah. 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 Okay. One last question. Max says, uh, would you like some toast? And my answer is, why toast when you can you roast? roast. <laughs> with that, ghost. we should wrap this podcast up. We're going to go and do another half an hour over on the Patreon. Um, probably just more of this, I think. I mean, I, I've quite enjoyed this this week. Question's very, good night, very, show, isn't it? Very different. <laughs> Maybe I should just live in Brighton. You should go and live away somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, just get him, send him off to Reading every day. Yeah, and, that's uh, fine. Whatever. Not to work, just we just send him to Reading every day and back yeah, again yeah, for a laugh. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a bit more loose this week. Joe's not here. We're not, you know, shilling products and whatever he can make. I mean, do. it's gonna be it's gonna be an intense couple of weeks, I think, in in the guitar nerds world. I'm glad I actually came down for this one because I think when we only podcast in the same room, obviously we see each other throughout the year. But when and I mean all... we're we're talking to each other literally yeah. constantly. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, well, actually, what's happening is Joe is talking to us and we're trying to get on with our like actual jobs. Yeah, except yeah. Mark who sits in and. I just think, you know, it can be it can be pretty intense that we're doing over a weekend this time as well. We're talking about and, gear of the year. I don't think yeah. we actually explained that. Yet. Yeah, we're talking about gear of the year. Yeah, we're doing what? over a weekend this time rather than trying to do it all in one day. Yes, we are <laughs> going to do it over a weekend. Uh, but it's still intense. Yeah. No, 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 it's in my house. with that we're going to wrap up more of this over on the Patreon patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where for as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast I can do it without the script I've not done this for nearly two years I can do it without the script for as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast five dollars a month uh, gives you uh, extra half an hour every week plus access to mini series and interviews that are on the channel there's like I think there's like nearly 300 Patreon episodes now. There's like so much stuff on so, there. And you, like you get it all the first week you sign up. So yeah. just sign up for one week. Sign up for a week and then just sack it off yeah, after that. It's fine. Download um, it all. Yep. Yeah. Uh, $1 by the way gets you access to our fairly irregular live episodes now. I think Oh, speaking of, 
we should talk about that because yeah. um, we want to try and get more people involved yeah. with the live episodes. So, so we want, we want, we're going to say what the topic is now. Wait, when's the next live episode? Next Sunday. Okay, so not the Sunday coming up, the next No, the Sunday. 8th, so this Sunday coming up. Okay. I think, is it? Or is it the one after? No, it's this one, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Maybe the 8th. Or is it the 15th? <laughs> well, that's when I we're doing... I think it's the 8th. Well, the 15th is when we're doing Gear of oh, the Year. Oh, so we can't so, do that. So we so definitely have to can't be the do 8th. that. Okay, so um, the next live episode we're going to do is... Now, this is something that came from an article that I read about Francis Rossi... Sell it from status quo, selling his Telecaster. Uh, so he bought a telly in that green telly that he has used forever. I think he bought in 1957, I think I saw. And uh, he basically had used it for about 50 years until he retired it. And that got me thinking at work, is that the most gigged guitar of all time? I like okay. it. Or... Uh, uh, is that some sort of status quo joke? And just... a leg. <laughs> oh. um, so I want to know if there are, if you've got other ideas for what could be a more geeked guitar. I like it. Or instrument in general than Francis Rossi's telly. I've got a couple of ideas. I'm not going to talk about them now. I'll talk about them on the live episode. Okay. So have a think about it. And then uh, in on the evening UK time of this Sunday, so 8 o'clock-ish. Yeah, be 8, 8 p.m. UK time on the 8th of December. Yeah, have a think about it. Don't post it in the group unless you're not gonna be on the live episode i don't know we just want we want to hear from other people so come and get involved and i promise we don't bite we'll probably you know be a little bit loose so if you do want to get uh, involved in that go to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerd sign up at the one dollar tier and we'll tell you how to get access five dollars gives you all the extra episodes including half an hour every week plus a load of other bonus stuff as well and ten dollars gets your name read out in a little song that i'm sure joe is going to have plenty of time to uh, put together maybe before this goes out we'll, copy and paste we'll, yeah we'll just do one from a couple weeks ago probably I'd imagine that's you know lazy Easy. anyway with that we will um, wrap this up thanks for listening we'll speak to you next week cheers gang bye bye Richard Sudworth Brian Insland John Half Gavin Vandal Linden Jacob McGee Christopher Franklin Mark Hizal Katawaki Rob Basto Stephen Burke Robert Butterworth Neil Milton Mern Peters Stuart Robson Jeffrey Wax Christian Lund Hansen Zach Milton Keith Adams Steve Ferguson Eric File Andy Joyce John Anglin and Adam Royce Chris Jacob Horn Rob Poole Scott Hamilton Tucker Amadon Ernie Cooper and Ross Edwards Nate Nagel Stephen Hench Rob Grant Matt Robinson Dave Lee Emma James Baker, Juan Collier, Aaron Sherman, Blake Wyland, Andrew Good, Jamie Kemp, Jake Gray, Matt Bellamy, Martin Cliff, Scott Kennedy, Christopher Loseth, Ann Zams, Robin Smith, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Rob Nordvik, Ed Bentley, Steve Merkel, Carlos Mancha, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Blair Tom, Scott O'Brien, Laurie Anstis, Paul Cargan, Will Claire, Boo Gravett, Phil Thompson, Adrian Day, Ken Sayers, Matthew King, Scott Gaines, Sean Arbo, and Christopher Waltman Cuthbertson. All of the Guitar Nerds Executive Backers. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 